Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. selfless, sacrificial lifestyle. It's not something that's automatic. You know, we have to defeat our humanity in the power of the Holy Spirit in order for that to be possible. He says you need to pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. But however, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that the kind of love that you may talk about is different than the biblical definition of love. You may go through your day and use the word love casually. I love my car. I love this food. But the kind of love in Scripture is a selfless love. Selfless love isn't easy to exhibit, but Jesus will help you to be selfless in how you love. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. As he opens chapter 14, he tells us, pursue love. And that's what chapter 13 was all about, this selfless, sacrificial lifestyle. He says you need to, the word that he uses is most often in the New Testament translated persecute. And the idea is is that you're really going after it. You know, what do you think about when somebody is persecuting somebody else? It's not just they're following them, they're following hard after them. You know, they're really going for it. And he says you need to pursue love, persecute love, pursue this selfless, sacrificial lifestyle. It's not something that's automatic. You know, we have to defeat our humanity in the power of the Holy Spirit in order for that to be possible. He says you need to pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. But however, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. But now, brethren, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you? Unless I speak to you either by revelation, by knowledge, by prophesying, or by teaching, even things without life, whether flute or harp, when they make a sound, unless they make a distinction in the sounds, how will it be known what is piped or played? For if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? 
So likewise you, unless you utter by the tongue words easy to understand, how will it be known what is spoken? For you'll be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without significance. Therefore, if I do not know the meaning of the language, I shall be a foreigner to him who speaks, and he who speaks will be a foreigner to me. Even so you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. That's the key verse to this chapter, by the way, or at least to this passage. If you want to understand what it is Paul is trying to get across to these Corinthian believers, it's summed up right there. Since you are so eager, so zealous, so enthusiastic for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification, the building up of the church, the rest of the body of Christ that you seek to excel. It lets us know that part of what he's dealing with here, part of what he's responding to is... In their previous letter, it came across, he's become aware that they are extremely enthusiastic for spiritual gifts. And apparently, when you look at what he deals with, the two that were most in their focus, the gift of prophecy and the gift of tongues. Verse 13, therefore, let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit. I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. Otherwise, if you bless with the spirit, how will he who occupies the place of the uninformed say amen at your giving of thanks, since he does not understand what you say? For you indeed give thanks well, but the other is not edified. I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. Yet in the church, I would rather speak five words with my understanding than I may teach others also. than 10,000 words in a tongue. Brethren, do not be children in understanding. However, in malice be babes, but in understanding be mature. In the law it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips, I will speak to this people. And yet for all that, they will not hear me says the Lord. Therefore, tongues are for a sign not to those who believe, but to unbelievers. But prophesying is not for unbelievers, but for those who believe. Therefore, if the whole church comes together in one place and all speak with tongues and there come in those who are uninformed or unbelievers, will they not say you are out of your mind? But if all prophesy and an unbeliever or an uninformed person comes in, he's convinced by all, he's convicted by all. And thus the secrets of his heart are revealed, And so falling down on his face, he'll worship God and report that God is truly among you. How is it then, brother? And whenever you come together, each of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done for edification. If anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be two or at the most three, each in turn, and let one interpret. If there is no interpreter, let him keep silent in church and let him speak to himself and to God. Let two or three prophets speak, and let the others judge. But if anything is revealed to another who sits by, let the first keep silent. For you can all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be encouraged. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Now give me your attention. I'm going to stop right there for now, and that's a good bit that we've gone through. But I want to back up and dissect it and... Um, I'm going to approach this a little, a little differently. 
and uh, not not in my normal fashion. I just I want to walk through this verse by verse. You know, we we started off looking at the fact he's encouraging them to to pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. And, and what he's giving here is context. All through this, he's giving context. And we we've already talked a couple of weeks ago about the fact that he's he's telling them that the spiritual gifts need to be a need to be exercised they they need to you know god is moving in your midst and god should be moving in your midst and and these things should be happening but they must be happening from a foundation of love in order to have any value in order to be of any profit whatsoever chapter 13 he says you know you, it has to be coming from from love otherwise it's it's really it may benefit a few people but it's certainly not going to benefit you Whatever you're doing, if you're not doing it from love, it's not, it's not benefiting you. And so he says, pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Now, why does he say it? He's, he's given a contrast here between the gift of prophecy and the gift of tongues. He's putting them side by side, and he's taking a look at both. And, and he says, verse 2, the reason that he says you should desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy, he says, because he who speaks in a tongue, and the idea there, of course, is is an unknown tongue, he who speaks in a language under the, you know, in the power of the Holy Spirit, speaking a language he doesn't know, does not speak to men, but to God. So he's giving us some real valuable insight in this passage into this gift of tongues that's confuses so many people and there's there's so much you know disorder within the church about it people are completely freaked out by this this thing and he says listen it's the issue here is is that the person who speaks in a tongue doesn't speak to men but to god no one understands him however in the spirit he speaks mysteries what he's telling us here and he and he communicates something similar in different places in the scripture but in in this area of you know the gift of tongues, when a, when a person is speaking in an unknown tongue, it's God enabling them in that moment to just communicate directly with Him. You know, Jesus said at one point that God is spirit, and those who would worship Him must worship Him in spirit. Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we talk, we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just uh, dinner together, um, in a group setting every Thursday night. You do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics. What is Christianity? But you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and, and get to know. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area, reach out to us, mainthingradio.com. Thanks, Pastor Robert. For more information, visit mainthingradio.com. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for tuning in. 
Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.